Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, joined in person by co-host Jeff. Hi. Welcome back. And if you look behind me, you can see the brothers RRR enjoying a nice ride through the town. Oh, Beam and Raju. Uh, Raju's teaching him how to ride the bike, and they stumble a little, but they, the bromance is in That's full so effect. It's, That's so good. Hey, can we just watch that movie again? It's going to be a spoiler for the... <laughs> spoilers for the end of the year. My number one movie is this. So far... Your number one movie so That's far. That's true. We did watch Disclosure today. Oh, but before we get into what we watched, we got to plug some music. And music this month has been brought to you by the satirical pop band Sex Brews. Sex Brews? With a question mark. Sex Brews. Um, we appreciate them allowing us to use their music here on the podcast. Uh, the song is Ford Taurus. And if you haven't listened to it, what the fuck are you waiting on? Um, it is a dope song. It is. It fits the theme perfectly here this month. Um, they're doing big things. Make sure you hit the show notes where you can find all the likes, follows, and, uh, or all the links to their socials where you can throw them a like, a follow, and a subscribe to all the all the stuff they're doing. Jeff. Yes. What did we just get done watching? All right. So from 1994. Okay. Well, let's slow down. Yeah. First off. Okay. What month is it? Uh, we're in the month of July. And it's erotic thriller. Erotic month, thriller right? month. It's been the sexiest month of the year. Yeah, for sure. Super sex. So, and I picked. Yeah, you did. He's coming back for a second viewing this yeah, week. Yeah. The Michael Douglas classic? Is? Disclosure, it? starring Demi Moore, Donald Sutherland. <laughs> it's so classic, neither of us had seen it. Dennis Miller. I'd seen the movie cover. Okay. Now. I'm going to put myself out on a limb yeah, here. Yeah, please do so I don't have to. Would you call this an erotic thriller? No, man. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't we get we got nary one titty. Somehow I picked a movie <laughs> with no nudity of any kind. <laughs> and one kind of sex scene? It's so it was me, it was let, more rapey than it was much more rapey, <laughs> but it was Michael Douglas getting raped. But, uh, yeah, for a change. But <laughs> so let me ask this question: for a change, is this cold, warm, oh, or hot? God damn, it's it's cold, bro. I'm gonna say warm because Demi Moore's killing that dress. She, her hair though throws me off. And man. they say the word penis a lot. <laughs> He was a lot of times. Oh, Dennis Miller says nipples. He does say nipples that are like erasers. So I'm going to say warm, but I can't argue, right? So, and again, I just, to to make you look bad again. No, I'm burying it. Okay. Never mind. No. (laughs) I fucked up. Okay. Now, I will say, I don't think it's my fault. How so? Because the cover of the movie is like them... You, you know, don't. You don't have to uh, show. You don't have to show it. It'll be. It'll be on the video. I'm gonna. I'm showing you though. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have sex with you. He's like, no, you're maybe if you want to, <laughs> and it's Demi Moore who's 
pimping and strip tease. So I thought for sure. You should have just done strip tease. I should have. I don't know that it's a thriller, but I should have done strip tease because it, it would have fit the erotic part of the theme. Yeah. Is this a thriller? I would say this is a thriller. Okay. All right. So 50 50, not bad. <laughs> and it is about sex. Like, sex is at the core erotic, of the sure. underlying story. Right. I don't think I'm. Completely I, listen, off the mark. You're 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 taking the, the you're taking the mark approach to don't, don't knock over your ring light, bro. Um, you're taking. I'm trying my best now. <laughs> so this movie was directed by Barry Levinson, who uh, I've not heard of, but he has directed. It looks like some kids' movies, which is crazy. That's, yeah, that's he, he directed Rain Man. Okay. Uh, Wag the Dog, another fantastic political thriller, if you haven't seen it. I have not seen it. It's really good. It's uh, Dustin Hoffman and uh, not Robert Downey Jr. What's the other famous Robert? De Niro. Duvall. Robert Duvall? You're asking me who famous Robert is. Is Robert Duvall famous? Who is that? Robert Duvall? Okay. Look him up. You're on IMDb right now. I'm not doing it. I'm on a tablet. It's too difficult to try to type. (laughs) Um, So... We've discussed that this is not an erotic thriller. Yeah. So we have not hit a bat, I, bat I, at a thousand. I fucked up this month. <laughs> it was going really well. Like, we really enjoyed everything we yeah. watched so far. Yeah, yeah. And um, now, that doesn't mean we didn't enjoy this. Well, I can't speak for you. Um, I mean, I was in the same room you so were. So let's not give any spoilers. Okay. And just say... And I'm just going to say, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. Fun? Yes. Just fun. Fun? Yes. For okay. the last two hours, okay. we watched a movie. Right. Yes. Did we you did. enjoy yourself? Did I enjoy myself? Did you enjoy watching well, this I'm movie? Here, I'm here in the, the House of Draft with you. Of course I enjoyed myself. Okay. Let's, um, did the movie contribute <laughs> to your enjoyment? You know what? I'm going to tell you. I'll tell you. Until the third. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Just, yes, he did. Yes. All Great. Right. All right. All right. That's it for this week. It's draft night, babies. <laughs> no. Um, we, so, we, no, we have to talk about this film. Indeed. It, it insists on being... I'm actually excited because we, when we finish watching, usually because uh, I'm in my 40s, I have to pee at that point. So I went to the bathroom and as I'm peeing, I'm thinking, I'm excited to talk about this movie Yeah, because it gives you a lot to talk about i think sure. it's an exciting movie to talk about it's not like i got the hookup which is just so bad and like crazy that you can't think of anything to say about it and you hate it so much yeah, it was terrible and it's not like clouds of sills maria where it's just boring throughout the entire thing there's a lot of fun to be had in disclosure which is crazy to say about it an erotic thriller quote unquote right so um Michael Douglas is actually the victim this time. So in our our, our previous film, he's still not likable though. I hate how unlikable he is in these films. I don't think you like Michael Douglas. No, I'm fine with Michael Douglas. Although I don't, I, 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 I don't think you like his acting. I I just don't think there's anything special about Michael Douglas. Like you don't think he's fuckable <laughs> because the man <laughs> in the nineties. You're right. It's weird. Always weird. Hooked up with the hottest person in the room. But weird. It's like I don't. And so let's have this discussion now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And get at us. Like generally speaking, you know, we're not generally speaking attracted to Ben. I can tell you that Pierce Brosnan is a god. 
he's like, but at the same time, I can acknowledge. Okay, he's played Zeus. I can acknowledge like uh, what movie are Rob Rob I'm Raju, Beam Beam and Raju. Raju specifically is a very good looking man. Yeah, I can say yeah that someone is good looking. Sure, doesn't make you gay. No, I I don't care about that. I don't care if people think that. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. What I'm trying to say is is that. But at the same time, it's not a, I don't know, edit all this out. All right. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that I can still tell if someone is handsome or not. Right? Okay. Like, yes. You know, right. Pierce Brosnan is a handsome guy. Sure. I'm trying to say. Right. Um, I never, ever, even when you watch older Michael Douglas movies, think that's a good looking chap. Right. I don't get it. I, I don't either. Like, because, and either. even in this movie, like, his attorney's like, you're attractive, maybe. I'm like. Yeah, it's like, no. There's no maybe about it. Like, because in this movie, he hooks up with Demi Moore. In the last movie, he hooks up with that lady and then Sharon Stone. And I think if you go through any of his 90s filmography, he's hooking up with some of the most beautiful women. And I think that maybe he's just got a really good agent. Yeah, he's got to. I mean, he's uh, a, f- a film icon for for what? No reason. I mean, he had a mullet in the nineties. Okay, a, okay. Mullet. All right, scale of one to ten. Yeah. What? Uh, what was your oh, mullet? Okay, so let's establish uh, yep. a one is not a mullet, right? Right. And then a ten is, is... hard target. Van Damme and hard target. Okay. Okay. <laughs> This is like a seven. It's 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 not fully mullety. Like right, he hasn't right. shaved you, the sides. Yeah, you can't and you can't like blow it out. Yeah, but it's thick and rich, and uh, it's got good body and flow and bounce when he's running onto the. Ferry. I really enjoyed when he took a shower and it was wet mullet. Oh, it's good. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's I mean, who said this was an erotic thriller? <laughs> you did. Got to watch Michael <laughs> Douglas take a shower. So, mullet. Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. It's All not right. the best thing I've ever seen. No, uh, right. Neither is Michael Douglas. I still like Michael Douglas. Have you can you what have you seen a f- performance of his that you like? Wasn't he in um uh Devil's Advocate? No, that was uh Pacino. Oh, that was Pacino. Damn. So no. <laughs> like uh Ant Man or mean- something he's recently <laughs> been in. Uh, he's old in Ant Man. Yeah. Um. I so probably the most. I mean, he still pulls Michelle Pfeiffer in that those movies, right? Right. 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 (laughs) He's got a really good agent. Um, Yeah. I probably Wall Street. So you've seen Wall Street. I have seen Wall Street. I I don't know that I've ever seen it all the way through. Um. I just remember it's been a while, but him being real cutthroat. Yeah. In in that film, and and that that's I, I he plays he plays a villain type character very well. Um, I don't, so I don't really understand him playing these kind of like fucked up anti-hero characters. What did you find unlikable about him in this particular, in this, like it's different in a basic instinct because he is an unlikable person. This movie, generally speaking, tries to portray him as a good guy. He's a family man, right? He loves his wife. He does get tempted at some point, but he has the strongest willpower and he, he stops mid fillet. And says, no, I can't do this. I'm out of here. And he stops, right? So he's he's flawed, but he's not 
bad. He's generally supposed to be a hero, someone we can root for. So what annoyed you? I just, I guess how his family, one, his family dynamic, that that annoyed me. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, two, oh, and his family dynamic. Uh, that was good. That was a, that was a, that was a wet good one. Good thing this is a cheap <laughs> tablet. I just soaked it. Soaked myself, too. Much uh, like I've been all erotic thriller month. Careful. That's not your couch that you're sitting on. <laughs> you don't sit on this shit. So let's give a little context. Yeah. This chair has a spring that rides right up my ass. <laughs> Perfect now, for erotic thriller month. Yes, you were saying about Michael Douglas. <laughs> I just I don't enjoy his family dynamic in this film. I do think that his his wife is too sympathetic. Um, his wife is played by uh, Caroline Goodall, who most notably played. She did look familiar. Moira in Hook, which is Robin Williams' wife. In that oh film. yeah. Oh shit! And you just reviewed that for another podcast. Well, uh, many or, months yeah, ago, yeah. but that's why I know. Right. Um, I don't enjoy his family dynamic. I don't enjoy just kind of like most normal people, I think, would be just fed up at this point with with everything that's going on to them in this film. Yes. And like he just happens to just very cool. We never see him lose his cool. Yeah, he does. And So he... He gets in a several arguments with his um, spouse. They always tend to resolve, though. And then, uh, crack one open. Um, he then loses his cool with Demi Moore. Uh, but like, not in the but way. Largely, that- he yeah. Largely, he's actually fairly calm. But when he finds out that he didn't get his promotion. And that he's probably losing his job. He does explode in that meeting with his team. Yeah, it's very, it's very subdued. It's just it's not, not. He literally yells. He yells, "Fuck you, Dennis Miller." <laughs> I would yell, "Fuck you, Dennis Miller." All right, let me say something about Dennis Miller. I don't like his acting because it always feels like all he's doing is his stand-up. Yeah, and it felt that way in the other movie we watched him in, Bordello of Blood. Right. But that movie had a lot more boobies in it. So. Should have watched that for Erotic Thriller Month. We should have watched that. <laughs> <sighs> we already watched it, but. right? Anyways, so, uh, okay. Let's talk about. So, you're not a Michael Douglas fan. I like him. I when he's in a movie, I'm usually pretty happy. Okay. Let's talk about the technology. Oh God! So this movie takes is is set uh, was made in 1994. I don't know. I guess it's around the same time. It's got to be present day. It's a no. Oh yes, because the technology is that advanced. I would I would imagine that movie was made to represent t- present day in that moment. No, it got to be no. No, they're present day, yes. I thought yeah. you meant today. No, 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 no. Like, they're... that movie is set in 2023. No, that movie is okay. set in 1994. Yes, it is. Right. And so there's, like, it starts off pretty subtle, right? It's like, oh, you got a cell phone. It's so small, but it it's not. And he's got a charging dock. Yeah. That's like... actually kind of boss. Yeah, what? Because <laughs> his phone has, like, a curve. And when he puts his phone in it, it all kind of goes flush. 
it's kind of cool. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then he has like, he can put names in it and shit. It's got like a dot matrix display. Anyway, spend too much time on the phone. So he works for a tech company. You also work for a tech company. I do. But he's in the computer business. And they say this several times. And it always feels so 90s. Yeah. Where computers are sort of this mystery still. Right. Right. And I think that they are for a lot of people. But they were even more so back then. Right. And they had to dumb things down and all that. And see Jurassic Park when... Uh, Lex is on the computer. It's a Linux system. I know this. And it's <laughs> swooping down over the files. And you can see, well, we're going to get there. And I very much enjoyed his first uh, webcam conversation right. with the guy in Malaysia. Because. And how, how crisp uh, the video was. I think that was fabricated. <laughs> because I don't remember video calls really getting good until like 10 years ago. Right. And even then, I don't think they were that great. No, they only got good because of the pandemic. Well, no, because people were FaceTiming and shit before that. Yeah, okay, yeah. And this was still kind of grainy. And but, Skype was a thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it was probably, I would say 10 years ago is probably safe. But it looks pretty good for, right. you know. And then did you see his camera on top of his computer? It was no. Just, it was his little thing. Oh, Wow. That's how I knew this was a fake movie. Um, oh, it wasn't the fact that it's a film. <laughs> yeah, that's how I knew. That was the moment. That's the moment. That's, the, that's what it, it did away. for me. Um, so there is. I don't want to go into it yet. It's the best part right, of the movie. Right, okay. Well, so hold on. Because, because we have to talk about the eroticism of this film. Okay, yes. Let's actually talk about that. Um, and we, we already rated the eroticism here. Um, sadly I'm a um, cold you're warm it's not a hot um, yeah but what do you think of Demi Moore all right what do you think of Demi Moore Demi Moore I'm generally not a a, a fan right um, okay she was actually in uh, she made an appearance in uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent did she really she was briefly in that yeah hmm. um, Yeah. if we go back and listen to the episode we talk about it you're like oh I didn't know that hmm you do what you just did. Huh. So you forgot still. You don't listen to me, which actually is not a surprise. <laughs> um, so I generally, I mean, I can't think of that many movies I saw her in where I'm like, she, I, I, honestly, I think I've just seen striptease and that's about it. Well, and I just I, like, you haven't seen GI Jane. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what other movies? I don't hate Demi Moore. I like, don't hate her either. I don't dislike anything she's done, but I've never really engaged with her catalog that much. I, you know, now now that I'm thinking about, it, I haven't either. Ghost. She was in Ghost. Was she? She was the, the lead in Ghost. Yeah, she was. Oh, um, I've seen Ghost. Uh, Roadhouse guy. Um, he's dead now. Yes. What's his name? Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Uh, all right. So, uh, like, let's go ahead and get canceled. Um, you're gonna get canceled. I'm not. <laughs> Uh, do you find Demi more attractive? Oh, that wouldn't get you canceled. I think in this movie, yeah, she's got these great green eyes. I've always, uh, generally speaking, um, brunettes is more in my taste anyway. Okay. So um, I think so. Um, mm. she's got this dress she's killing. I said on uh, last week yeah. that I'm a legs guy. Yeah, and, and she uh, is very leggy in this movie. She's leggy in this movie, so yeah. I would say so. Okay. And I think this is... Uh, 
this might get me. I won't really. But I think this is pre-implants. And I prefer. Wait, she got implants? Judging by striptease. I could be wrong. But when did striptease come out? 96? 97? I'll verify. But I, I, generally speaking, I prefer a more natural look. Um, Yo, if she, if she got implants, she goes up a notch. It's that's what's so comforting that's not is that canceled. you're always going to be worse. <laughs> and that makes me feel good. <laughs> Saying that somebody goes up. So what that. about you? Like I've said now how I feel okay. about her. Generally I, speaking as an actress, haven't seen that much. Uh, I do think she's attractive in this. Film. I don't think she's attractive. And it might be the hair for me in this film. It is 90s hair. It's terrible. It looks like, like every frame she's in, her hair is just It looks like a nun's habit. Yeah. It goes up and then back down in a row. It is it is ridiculous. And I'm like if she, she did was not in de- indecent proposal. I should that was one that was on my short list, but go ahead. Oh. Um but I don't I just don't in this movie striptease is 96. This is 94. So the head of it or next film. Um, no, there's like five in between. Oh shit! Scarlet Letter now and then the juror Muppets. Okay, <laughs> Muppets. <laughs> but I, I just, I did, I did not find her attractive. And now, and then, honestly, the film could have had something to do with how how she's portrayed. Is because she is portrayed as a very domineering uh, figure, female figure, and so. Um, that might have something to do with it. She's always wearing like a, a, a like a, a what? And the, you don't like strong women, is what you're saying? No, it's not that I don't like strong women. Is that like <laughs> when? Because uh, my wife is a very strong woman. She's I, a very uh, she keeps keeps me in line. Um, someone needs to. <laughs> but I just I don't know what and it, it was the hair. I think it's I think it's the hair. You didn't like the hair. I did not like the hair, and because they I didn't like the hair. I could not get behind anything else because one and like this is not this is a knock. Here's, here's a picture of her in uh, in decent proposal, a film I probably should have picked. Okay, that, yeah, yes, yeah, attractive, a little there. better. Yeah, um, I'll share. The, I'll put that one up on the on the screen. Um, but like, because there's zero nudity in this film, you kind of have to gauge the person's attractiveness by what they're wearing. Oh, Mark. And this is a film about so two people accusing each other of sexual harassment. Is attractive unless they're naked. <laughs> well, we're going to find out what you think of me right now. <laughs> no, God, no. <laughs> the, uh, um, I just, I, I did not, this is erotic thriller month. Bro. I already admitted right, to I know. my fault. Unlike some people, I admit when I make a mistake. When I make a mistake, I also admit it. That being said, totally unrelated. Go back and listen to the whatever the fuck that was called. Um, Hell or High Water? Yes, that that is the film. Okay. Um, Piece of shit. However, the, it's one of the best Westerns I've seen in the past two years. Uh, so <laughs> it's not even that good. <laughs> That film's good. It's Get out the right. fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's all right. Anyways, um, I don't know. It's just, Demi Moore just doesn't, I guess, it just didn't do it for me in this film. And so, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Now, good thing this film was entertaining. 
is because if it was like just the two of them kind of playing grab ass with each other the entire time. Yeah. So, okay. Now I started this movie when we finished recording last week and turned it off. Cause I remembered it. Hey, I can't watch this cause I'm going to watch it with Mark in the house of draft. Right. And I watched like the first 20 minutes, basically up to when he gets raped. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. But that first like 20 minutes is a whole lot of, Alchemax and the drives. The yeah. drives aren't working. Yeah. Someone call. What about the drives? And I'm like, this. I. That's when I started noticing. You know, that about the time you noticed this was a movie, I started noticing that this might not be an erotic thriller because they spend <laughs> a lot of time. He gets on the webcam. He's like, what's going on with the drives? And he's like, the drives aren't good. And he's like, shit. And he goes into Demi Moore's office. He's like. We're only getting 120 milliseconds on these drives. And she's like, fuck. And they just can't handle the fact that these drives are not operating. And that's when I, so my, after when that started, when that happened and I was watching it and I turned it off, I'm like, shit, Mark is going to hate this. I'm going to hate this. My button came undone. And that whole sequence you just did cinematic masterpiece great that all everything about that i'm so glad we're recording <laughs> because i don't think you can recreate it i probably can't <laughs> but so that thing it kind of drove me crazy um and i really thought i i really Listen, not only missed the the mark no pun intended but also selected a film that was going to be really boring <laughs> midway through this film we got close-ups of math equations. Yes. <laughs> H equals minus two. And, and we it, had long division. We right? watched Dennis Miller work on computer chips. <laughs> in an erotic thriller. <laughs> this. Uh, th so th this movie takes a turn. It takes the best turn I've ever seen in, in any the, movie. Of uh, all time. It. Like I it was, got me to sit okay, up. So let me let me say before we get to the best part of this film, the, which we mutually agree on. Right. Up until then, I'm already entertained. I'm still like into the story. I want. He's got this mysterious person who's trying. Oh, to that, have yeah, right. I am too. A I a too. friend, and yeah. I'm like, who's a friend? Is that a friend? Is that it? Well, he's I'm, getting he's getting email emails from anonymous person called a friend, and so like you're like, who is that? Is it his? his uh, you know assistant is it this other person he works with is it his daughter is it his daughter who's like four and knows how to check the best looking email app i've ever seen <laughs> but so even before what happens happens i'm already like this is fun i'm enjoying this movie okay and then they drop the bomb on us they announce about halfway through the film that one of the the thing they're working on they're working on this merger of two companies and Donald Sutherland runs it and the product they're working on is oh. called Alchemax. And it's a VR basically where you can look at files. It's pretty Weird. fucking stupid. <laughs> and there's an AI client called angel. Who's <laughs> modeled after like the squirreliest guy in the office. Who they, they missed an opportunity to get Seth green to play that. Part. Oh, that would have been right. Good. That would have been good. It probably would have been funnier and not as awkward, though. Like, this was really awkward. Right. <laughs> like, the guy in the scenes is appropriately 
kind of weird and squirrely yeah, like yeah. you know computer people were pre- depicted back then so he's the angel which is assistant uh, basically siri in yeah, this thing right so they they establish that, and I was kind of that's a it's a it's a weird scene, is because it's just a demo, yeah. And you're like, why are we seeing this demo of this weird virtual fucking... reality now? Right. This is in the '90s era of uh, Lawnmower Man, which is something I wrote down because of this movie. We need to do Virtual Reality Month at some point. <laughs> and uh, we well, already did the. You already reviewed the best virtual reality movie. Which one? Ready Player One. Movie is fucking horseshit. <laughs> if you want to watch a good one, and I say that in quotes, starring Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe, it's from the '90s called Virtuosity. Watch that shit. That'll change your life. I'm trying to think if I've ever seen. It's it. like one of the first times I've seen Russell Crowe on screen. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really good. I'm if, down for virtual reality. If you like shitty movies, um, no. <laughs> which I do, it hasn't aged well. But anyway, so. We're and you know like Lawnmower Man and and, and computer animation is really just kind of getting its start, and this movie, this erotic thriller that throughout the bulk of the film is pretty terrestrial. It's pretty much like attorneys, right? And you know social manipulation, very entertaining. Yeah. Go ahead, take it. it, just, from, it goes. It just goes off the fucking walls, and. Uh, so, um, Michael Douglas's character, uh, overhears a conversation between like the HR guy for the company he works for and, um, what's her face's, uh, character, Demi Moore's character, Demi Moore's character, um, stating that, Hey, she, she's lost her sexual harassment case. She's lost the case. Um, but they have a way to get out of it by... Um, framing Michael Douglas into this presentation and setting him up where he looks like a, a buffoon. Yeah, and, and then and, they and, can and f- fire him and get out of this right, contract. Right, right. And so he he overhears this conversation and then somehow puts two and two together over the math equations. He looked at the math. They, they show the math equations at this part, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I can go into virtual reality." And get all the files that I need. Yeah, so he goes. He's been locked out of various systems, and because they're going to fire him. Makes yeah, sense. And so he's like, "Well, actually, if I go use that virtual reality horse shit, that so they haven't even merged the company, right? right. So there's a head. So Donald Sutherland is the head of the company that Michael Douglas works for, and then there's this young guy, something, whatever, who knows? Who cares? Doctor Butts. Yeah, and he is the head of the company they're going to merge with. And he's been allowed to hold on to Alchemax, and he's got it in his hotel room, which is the fanciest hotel room. Yeah. China glass. Like, there's room for a standing VR. Yeah. In this guy's hotel room. A large standing VR. A lar- like, it's got a bowl you run in. <laughs> it's got the goggles, and it's got the stands with the lights for tracking. And it's it's kind of cool looking, to be honest, for in a 90s sort of yeah. retro tech kind of yeah. way. I mean, back in the 90s, we were playing on the virtual He puts the helmet on, and he goes to a virtual, essentially, fire a file explorer. Like, if you have a Windows computer in the bottom left, click the file, and you can look at your files. Yeah. It's basically the most souped-up version of that ever. Yeah. And he... It's so good. He is able to... And the graphics in this thing are amazing. 
um, <laughs> for 1994. Okay. All right, I was about to say uh, what, <laughs> but uh, he he's able to go and uh, get the look at the files that he wants. He takes his he's taking his sweet fucking time. He's he burgles this hotel room. Yeah, and they're and downstairs, and they're literally an elevator. Now I will tell you that an this, elevator right away from getting this, in. the this whole sequence of them going back up to the room and him taking his time. I'm like shit. I'm like gripping the ceiling. It's like classic. Get the fuck suspense. out of there. It's good. Get the fuck out of. There. And so he's looking at the files, and then <laughs> the most asinine thing happens is that uh, Demi Moore's character. Um, in wherever she's at, she's, she's in nowhere in. She's in nowhere the in the same in her, area, right? Like he's in this hotel, she's in the office building. She logs into the program, and it pops up this un, like this like anonymous like uh, figure, but it has her face. It's like Vetrix, which is just line segments for the body, and then her head is a picture. Yes, it looks ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and so like he he gets he's like whoa. She appears in front of him while he's thumbing through the files. And he's like, oh, she's in the system. So he knows what's happening. Yeah. That she's also looking at some of the shit that he's looking at. So he finds the files and he finds the video. And it's pretty much her admitting that they're going to set him up and, and all this. Right. It's, yeah. It's damning, damning evidence against him. And then she starts deleting everything from her end. And... <laughs> the most ridiculous aspect of all of this, this is not even ridiculous, but the most ridiculous aspect is that she is like her AI it, figure is creeping up on him. Even though she can't see him, he knows that she can't see him. And it's just the, the movie paints it like she's going to like mer- stab him in the back out of this. So what really needs to be said is this is in the context of this film. Yeah. Right in this movie, like I had this happen in the aforementioned virtuosity, lawnmower man, anything like that. It probably wouldn't have taken me by surprise as much because that we know we're in a virtual reality future tech sort of film. Yeah, this is a movie about sexual harassment in the 90s, right? This movie it, 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 it accentuates sort of this male panic almost of. Women, yeah, having the ability to say, "Hey, oh, I, that's that's the very that's the major theme of the film." It's very much a a, I think a male fear perspective of, yeah. I, oh, I I slap her on the ass and, and like it's this, I don't know how to put it, but it does feel like it's a male piece of propaganda almost of. Women shouldn't have this much power. Well, Donald we'll Sutherland even us. says it at the end of the movie. I shouldn't have been focused on breaking the glass ceiling yeah. uh, with a female uh, you know, CEO or whatever she right. is. And I should have just been focused on the best person possible. Right. And it's like, get the fuck. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. But, so the, you got that. And. But they do like establish some things that I think are somewhat good to say, like his assistant is like. He rubs my shoulder sometimes. But I don't think he knows he's doing it. Well, I don't think he knows it's a problem, but it does make me uncomfortable. And so I think there's a little bit of maybe you could say, okay, that's good. Maybe we can be more conscious and, and, and watch what we do that we think is casual, but we don't mean it any other way, making someone else uncomfortable. But generally the message of the movie is sexual harassment is is bad, but we shouldn't give people the power to file sexual harassment suits i don't know it's weird but in the context of this sexual harassment film we have possibly the best 
possibly the best virtual reality um, file exploration scene in the history of cinema. <laughs> I will say that you're probably correct. It's really good. It it put the movie over the edge for me. I it did. As soon as that happened, I was like, "What the fuck?" I even said, "What the fuck?" out loud. I was like, "The fuck is happening?" He's wearing the goggles in the real world, and then he's got goggles on in the simulation. <laughs> Why? He has to put on this glove, but he also has a glove on in the simulation. Yes, it, exactly. I, I've not done a lot of VR, but usually if you look at your hands in VR, they look like hands. Just regular hands. Not gloved hands. Why would they add that? I don't know. It's. I mean, listen, the budget for this movie was wild. Um, I'll look it up. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> the, uh, um, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's... It's the now. I guess go ahead. I would I would say the thriller aspect of it is 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 pretty good. Um, I got no numbers. <laughs> I got no numbers. Oh, here we go. Box office. Okay, and I just lost it. It is a thriller. Did you? Were you thrilled? I was. I was. I was thrilled. It's because certain as different parts of this film, I'm like, oh shit. The whole the whole email, uh, you know, like sent who by is a, a friend. friend. Who yeah. is a friend? Right. And so I thought the film does a very good job of keeping you guessing on who it is. They do even like a red herring that I really liked where like they'll say uh, this like slimy lawyer guy is like, I hope you still think of me as a friend. Right. And you're like, oh, shit. And I even went, Mark, it's a friend. Did right. you catch that? And I, I liked that. Yeah. Well, and um, it, so I did enjoy that aspect. I, d- I did enjoy the... Um, you know the 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 painting, um, Michael Douglas's attorney, uh, who is a female, as a super competent, um, cutthroat type uh, female character for the, his for, attorney. Yeah, his attorney. Yeah, I like for, her character a lot for for yeah. this film, who which has a lot to say about females in the workplace and females, um, just in general. I thought like, and it wasn't even like I don't. I, maybe, I mean. Perhaps the the writing this this film uh, not the film but the this film is based on a a book by Michael Crichton <laughs> right which surprised me as R- well right and um, I didn't realize that until the the credits you know the beginning of the film uh, but um, he goes at, he goes and hires this this lady um, as his attorney after reading a uh, a newspaper article about her being just real cutthroat about sexual harassment yeah. And everybody, she's made a name for herself. Right. They often say that she's a big, like, get likes getting in the newspapers, and you know, it's, it's kind of like she's known for this. Oh, and one line of the film is that if she could change her change her name to um, nightly news or something, she would, yeah, or whatever it was. So, like, the film paints her as this. Oh God, you know, he hired you know a thorn in our side, and I like that. I like that they. The, the film just establishes right off the, the bat that, hey, she's not somebody to be fucked around with. Um, and so I thought that was good. And, and, and throughout the film, her character is the same. Um, she never gets painted as like, oh, she fucked up or she didn't do her job. Um, she's, she's a really good attorney. In this, yeah, yeah, she's she's very competent in the film. And so I, I enjoy that. And even... Um, I And, and I, the film paints the... Uh, the um, the, the attorney for Demi Moore 
or the company or whoever, you know, whoever attorney he is, slimy, just, yeah. you know, kind of, sle- you know, just sleazy character. I, I, I like, I, I, I enjoy he that. He very much makes, like, the way he manipulates things feels very yeah. realistic the way he manipulates the truth yeah. and, and corners people. I, I think it's it's really well done too. Yeah. So um so there is a twist. Who is a friend? Who knows? I, so they reveal I still it. Don't know. And it's a you still oh, don't you, know. No, I do. I do. <laughs> this is the most bullshit reveal. Like at the whole time <laughs> I thought maybe it's the slimy HR right, guy because right. he's trying to play both sides, but he wants to protect his friend and he did do that a friend line. And then and I was actually serious when I suggested it could be his four year old daughter. You, <laughs> I would have put. Had they done, she that, sent a, him an email at the end of the film. Yeah, and at, signed it a family. Yeah, maybe she is. Let's <laughs> leave it up in the air. But the movie pretty much tells you that it's actually the son of this coworker that Michael Douglas has who they both have mutual respect for each other. They were both up for the same promotion and didn't get it. Demi Moore got it instead. And it turns out that he is, and he's not in the movie. No, he like he's mentioned. Ah, my son goes to Washington state. Yeah. And that, then you hear later on, he's like, how's your son? He's, she's, he's great. Great. Right. And then he appears in the end of the movie. End of the movie. And it's like, I'm a friend. Really? And you're like, that sucked. <laughs> that was stupid. Because <laughs> it, it does the uh, what Scream 3 does that I really didn't like, where they have someone who's barely in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so there's no way you could predict who it was because they're not in the movie. Right. Oh, uh, Prom Night. Perfect example. Like, we didn't even know who that guy was when they revealed the killer oh, in Prom yeah, Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that God, I hated that movie. I know you did. You said it was one of the worst movies we've watched. Right. Um, and so I just kind of felt the same way about that reveal. It was a little underwhelming. I think that they could have done a, something a little more fun with that. And it's one of my few knocks against what is otherwise a really entertaining film. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, Jeff. What uh, do you recommend this? One? I'm going to go four for four and say, yes, I loved watching this. I had a whole lot of fun. And isn't that what movies are for? Yeah. Aren't they meant to entertain you? Yeah, right. And, and it entertained the shit out of me. <laughs> I had a really good time. Uh, okay. And if you haven't watched it, I think if you're in the right mind frame, you're going to enjoy yourself. If you're in the mind frame, you're gonna see a bunch of nudity. Don't watch this one, right? Like um, if you're you've if you're if you're if you find the podcast and you're going through July 2023 in the back catalog, right. at some future date, and you're like, oh, they're doing erotic thrillers. Let me go ahead and watch this film, Disclosure. Thinking As that we I'm, tell you at the end of this episode, don't do it too late. You've already watched it, but <laughs> our bad, uh, but, my bad specifically. Right. Um, I too am going to recommend this. <laughs> We've done it, folks. <laughs> I, I'm really, really surprised uh, because the third act does it for me. OK, so we have now established for the first time in the history of this podcast. Draft house history. The perfect month. The perfect. We went four for four. Maybe. OK, it's maybe not perfect because I didn't quite hit the theme. Right. But we have both recommended every film this month. That is correct. Uh, for different reasons, 
Not all. Oh, no, yeah. Not, which it should be, right? right? Right. But not simply because there's, you know. So let's recap it. Yeah. So we started with Benedetta. Man, that seems like ages ago, it does doesn't seem, it? It does seem like a long time Which ago. is a wild movie. <laughs> and I and we both wild. recommend it because it's off the hinges. Right. Then we did uh, Basic Instinct, which is the baseline for what the genre is. I th- agreed. Right. Right. Yeah, and right. it is still fun and exciting. Has a better twist at the end. Yeah. No, it, it's another one that keeps you guessing. It's and, really good. Yeah. Then we watched uh, Voyeurs, which was also wild. Right. Uh, just simply um, unexpectedly wild. Yeah. Uh, really, kind of like, kind of like this yeah. turned out to be it. Fun for different reasons, right? Fun for different reasons. And then this was just batshit. And I'm, I'm really encouraged, Mark, because I feel like this is a turning point. Because the reason I like movies like this, yeah. Um, we've watched several movies that I like in the same way. Okay, where you've been like, no, this is bullshit. Drive angry, <laughs> being chief among them. <laughs> Uh, I just thought that, I, the, and I go. I'm I, not trying to talk you out of it. No, but Nicholas Cage wasn't very good in that movie. Yeah. Anyway, we're. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm pleased that you recommend. Yeah. Disclosure, but it is not what I thought we were going to get. No, no, at no, no. all. I didn't either. I was way off, and I'm happy about it. To be honest, <laughs> like, had we got just another erotic thriller, it would have been. We probably would have been like, yeah. But basically, no, if, it, if it had just been the this the sexual harassment drama at the at the, like the well, table, even if we got the TNA we wanted, right? And it's just another basic instinct, right? I would, I would kind of be like, yeah, basic instinct kind of did that better, right, right, right? Or whatever. This you can't even compare them; they're yeah. not in the same genre. No, they're not. Right? This is a misrepresented. This movie was mismarketed. I, I it was in nineteen ninety four, so I don't know. Yeah, well. <laughs> When you look up things about it yeah. and today, you're like, if you search erotic thrillers, it comes up, which is why I right. saw it. Right. So and you said the box, the box art it, got you the, thinking that, oh, OK, the catchphrase on the poster yeah. is sex is power. OK. Yeah. 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 One sex scene in the end, and not even really a sex scene. A rape scene. Rape scene. And it's actually one of the first ones I've seen where I wasn't that uncomfortable because it was the guy. <laughs> <laughs> which probably speaks louder and, to to well, prob- problem I mean, in today's society <laughs> i mean that's tr- true that movie does say that anyways it's draft night oh yeah it was already hey so uh we both recommended this one we went four for four in the month um i think we should pack it up pack it up but we can't because we're drafting baby okay and uh jeff what's the what's the theme for so august the theme for august and it will become abundantly clear very shortly why is movies where actors play multiple roles yeah so we established uh we we use the movie back to the future as a, as a great way to establish what we mean what are the what are the rules the rules so in back to the future michael j fox goes back in time and meets himself right that's not what I mean. That's still the same character. Michael J. Stocks Fox is still playing Marty McFly, but in Austin, but if he was playing Michael J. Stocks, that'd be it would work. <laughs> what stockbroker Michael J. Stocks? <laughs> but like in the third movie, he goes back in time and he meets an ancestor. What was his name? Seamus. Seamus. Yeah. That would count because they're two different characters. So that's the rule. 
Um, we we said uh, we did we poo poo on clones? Did we say no clones? You you did say no clones. Okay, no uh, clones. Um, but as long as it's two different characters with two, two different, different names. Uh, another thing I kind of said no way isn't like in the movie Split. Uh, per- different personalities. Multiple personalities. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that counts. Right. Okay. Uh, I, uh, you should go first because uh, I. Well, we oh. also should also mention that uh, August is a five-week month, right? And so we have a mutual pick. We do have a mutual pick, so. and I can't remember what it is now, so you'll surprise me because I've totally forgotten. <laughs> okay. All right. So nope, uh, I remembered it. <laughs> he he just went to sleep. It was like narcolepsy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, am am I going first? You going? You're going to go first because right. I picked this movie. You're up. All right. I want to start us off with a bang. I'm excited. Last time you said that, I think you picked unbearable way to massive talent, and I <laughs> love you for it. Um, I, I don't know how on board you're going to be with both of my films. I already I think, know. I, I think you're going to be more on board with. Don't this worry film. about feeling bad for me, because in about I know, right. a few minutes, right? Um, so uh, for the first first week in August, we're going to watch um, from the year like 1996, I think. Um, 96 yeah i don't have it in front of me so um i'll look it up yeah. but i'm excited already um, we're gonna watch mars attacks hell yeah great choice <laughs> and uh i don't the, remember anyone playing multiple the roles. person playing mo- multiple roles in that film jack nicholson uh he plays the casino owner and he plays the president fair enough i haven't seen it in a long time the aforementioned pierce brosnan is in it looking handsome and it, that I haven't seen, and Michael J. Fox, to name a oh, few. Yeah. So <laughs> he dies very early on. Yeah, movie. a lot of people do because it's <laughs> a movie with too big of a cast. Right. So great what, choice. What, what year? Uh, 96. 96. Ah, I'm good. Okay. In a turn of events, I'm going to 2015. Okay, good. Thanks. Um, it's a film that runs for two hours and 12 minutes. It's okay. directed by Brian Hegland. Okay. And the actor in question is Tom Hardy. Oh, um, he plays twin brothers. Okay, in the film Legend. Okay, I've not seen it. I've heard of it. I've heard of it, and I've heard it's not great. But it's Tom Hardy is a pretty good actor usually. Yeah, and I, I, I like they're mobsters. I like mobster movies. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen one in a little while, but I do enjoy them. Um, so sh- Legend, Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom, I'm, I'm always on board with a Tom Hardy film. Um, okay, 2015, you say? <laughs> All right. This way, so you don't see my screen and try to take a peek at what the fuck's about to happen to you. So, <laughs> um, I don't remember the. I think it was like mid 2000s. This film came out. Uh, it stars Hugh Jackman. So um, we're gonna we're gonna double up we're on double some dipping Hugh- on yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, we love Hugh Jackman. We do love Hugh Jackman. If you go back and oh, listen God. to one of our He's favorite so movies. He's so good. Uh, the Greatest, greatest Showman. showman. Yep. Just, we love the guy. Yeah. Um, we're going to watch, and I think it's a Darren Aronofsky. Fuck! <laughs> no. <laughs> we're going to watch. What year is it? I think it's mid late 2000s, maybe. Are we watching Pie? No. <laughs> That's a 90s film. Um, we're going to watch The Fountain. I don't know this. <laughs> okay. I do hate Darren Aronofsky. But <laughs> you only hate him because you hate uh, Jared depressed. Leto. Okay. No, 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 no. 
No, I've seen uh, enough of his films to know I don't really what? like his work. Oh, you, the wrestlers. The other I one. do like the wrestlers. That right. one I actually like. Right. But um, I don't like being depressed. And at the end of that movie, I was depressed. So fortunately. What year? The, all right, look the fountain up. What year did it come out? Okay. But I'll be picking up the. Uh, Watching the, you type on the screen. <laughs> he's, he's I have to two finger it because I, I am a skilled typist on a computer. Uh, but on a, a computer, on a damn touch screen, I'm an old ass man. Uh, oh, six. Oh, six. All right. Who was in this? Hugh Jackman, who we love. Rachel Wise, who is in one of my favorite films, The Lobster. I love The Lobster. She also plays multiple roles in this. Oh, great. Okay. Can't wait to find out that you missed the theme when we watch that. <laughs> great. Okay. Now, staying on the topic of twins. All right. Um, this film came parent out. Trap. God, I hope it's Parent Trap. Which one? The OG? I don't, I don't care. I just hope you picked one of them. It doesn't star Lindsay Lohan. Damn it. And it doesn't star whoever's in the other Parent Trap. Fuck. Wouldn't it take a stab at the year? Oh, it's got to be 80s. God, it's got to be 80s. 90s? Oh, watch. Okay. All right. I'm 1991. Bo- okay. Runs for an hour 50. Oh, that's a little long for the 90s. It stars Jeffrey Lewis, who you've probably never, seen in other movies. Never heard of him. It stars Bolo Ying. Are we watching a fucking Van Damme movie? It stars. If you if you put a Van Damme movie again in the draft house. It stars Bolo Ying, who was in Bloodsport. Right, I remember. It stars Bolo Ying in one role. He's got to fight off a pair of twin brothers. <laughs> this fucking guy. Played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. This fucking guy. In the 1991 <laughs> classic, Double Impact. We did Double Team. This, this fucking guy. And now it's time to do Double Impact. I don't know how many times you've reviewed Van Damme films on this multiple will, podcasts. This will, be another, this will be the second time because I did this one on. <laughs> I love this. What? This is one of my favorites, and I've seen it many times. Are you ready for me to shit all over? I know you're going to, <laughs> and I do not care because I get to watch a Van Damme movie and talk about it. Oh, God. We should say. Oh, yeah. Our, our fifth one. Um, uh, Hugh from, Jackman. Wait, what year is it from? God. <laughs> I thought you had it pulled up. No. <laughs> anyway, I think it's from. Oh, six. Okay. Another oh, six. Okay. Um, directed by Christopher Nolan, who we're big fans I, I, of. Okay, I'm a big fan of Christopher I'm Nolan. I'm on... He's fine. He's okay. He's fine. We should watch Oppenheimer. Um, I do want to watch that. It looks good. Uh, movies about things that happen during war but have no war scenes. That sounds like a recipe to fuck up. Because you I know me, when we did movies that don't take place on Earth, both of us picked some shit that happened on Earth. One of us picked a movie called Wall-E, and the E stands for Earth. I didn't realize that when I picked it. I didn't realize it. Most of that movie is on Earth. Anyways, um, we're going to watch uh, The Prestige. Fuck yeah. Um, largely regarded as one of Nolan's best films. It's one of the ones I really like. So you've seen it? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I love it. It's, uh, okay. We're not going to end up in having any problems 
what I, I love. That well, that's movie. why, and that's why we. I, we and kind we're of gonna come over, hang out, watch right. the Prestige, right, right. Record it's, a podcast about it, draft yeah. some shit that doesn't actually fit the theme. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm excited about that. It's probably going to be our best film of that month. Um, go write them down. Did you? Did you write them down? All right. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go Mars Attacks. Okay, week hold one. On. Shit, I don't. Um, I don't use this thing that much. <laughs> what did you pick? First, first film. Okay, Mars Attacks. I did Legend. You picked that Aronofsky uh, the, the film. The Fountain. And then I picked John Claude kicking everyone's ass. <laughs> and then, we'll and have then to write the, this down. Where's your pencil? It's over. It's over. It's over there. Okay. Um, we'll remember. Hopefully, I will. If remember. you tune in on week two and it's something different, <laughs> we forgot. <laughs> Anyways, it's not like we have it recorded to go back and check. No, that's true. All right, we just made a big deal about. Anyway, nothing. YouTube, we're on YouTube, so you found the YouTube channel. But you're you watching could, us on YouTube right now. Maybe if you're listening to the pod, hey, how's it going? Uh, I usually prefer audio pods as well. But if you want some exclusive content on the YouTube channel, we've got our five minute reviews. Mark yeah. has released one as yeah. of this recording. I'm going to record some yeah. and we have very different tastes in films. So that's correct. if you want like modern movie takes, that's your guy. Me, I'm going to find some more shit on Tubi and tell you about it. <laughs> this is, this is right up just alley. Is I we- am so excited. <laughs> it's basically 30 days of Van Damme, but I can just grab whatever shit I want. Right. And you don't have to edit it. I'm editing all it's of beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's win, win. Um, you can follow us, find us on all the social media uh, channels. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, please. It would do us a, a, a favor. And uh, like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. We're on uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all at Movie Draft House. Oh, um, we can actually remember it. It's not Das Movie House. <laughs> H- Dos Dos House. Remember those days. I do remember those days. Fuck. Those are good old days. Anyways, um. If you want to uh, follow Jeff on Twitter and get all of his uh, latest takes on all the latest podcasts that he's doing, you can find him on Twitter at Podcast by Jeff. That's right. I have another podcast called Chronologically, where we look at full filmographies of uh, we've done. I've done Hitchcock. Eric joined me and we did Spielberg in season three, which starts next with the, this coming Wednesday. If you're listening to this when it comes out. <laughs> gave up um we're, we're doing we're going through the complete filmography of m night Shyamalan, and it's a much more um mature jeff over there <laughs> he doesn't belch in the microphone it's me playing two different characters oh, to bring it back around to the, the theme. theme um anyways uh we want to give another shout out to the, uh, the sex brews oh, um, love the sex brews for the sex brews deserve all the credit in the world because without their music we don't I would, have this theme right? we would not have done the right. theme right erotic we don't have we don't have four and we for don't four. have a poor we don't go four for four right okay yeah it's good it's good good shout the only thing them. that tops this to give us a new goal is to go four for four and hit the theme all four weeks ah that's true okay yeah yeah, yeah. um you make sure you're following you're you're hitting the show notes uh down below all the links uh they're doing big things we appreciate them and uh, we'll have new music for you uh, next week if you're listening to on uh, strictly audio. Um, we won't have music on the video or uh, on the YouTube uh, simply because YouTube doesn't like copyright shit, and um, we don't want to be. 
we found out what everyone says about YouTube is true. That is true. Yeah. So, um, Jeff, do you have uh, any words of wisdom? He's, Edit this out. He's on, do be doing this right now. Fuck. Words of Fuck. wisdom. Alchemax. The damn drives. Shit. Fuck. Sex bruise on the track make it feel like pulling out in the Taurus in the moonlight. Windows down that midnight. Women looking like deer in headlights. Full Taurus. 99. Power windows. Yeah, right. Heated seats. Now that's just a natural side effect of the engine. When it gets a bit too high for these fine ladies. My other cars. Mercedes. All my clothes from Old Navy. And I max out at about 80. Bitch, I got 15 inch hubcaps. CD player. Fuck yeah. Ryan Dirty. Need a car wash. And I'm spaced out like astronauts. Now believe if a thief saw this car sitting in a parking lot. That he'd walk on by without a second thought. But that's fine with me. Because I ain't into keeping these doors locked. I'll flip you off in bad traffic. Cut you off like a bad Bumper the stickers, I got 15 on my back window, I can barely see, but I don't know if you're into me or just my car Ooh, I swear I love you, baby I don't know if you're inside of me or inside my car Just wanna fuck y'all yeah.